Now, coming up in this hour of the show, we are going to be continuing our series on the housing crisis in Metro Vancouver and what Vancouver's major mayoral candidates have to say about that. Kennedy Stewart is our guest. One of the other issues around that, too, has to do with donations to campaigns in this municipal election, a lot of them coming from the developer community. And that does not sit well with people out there, including some municipal candidates. In fact, a group of councillors and candidates from municipalities across the province, actually, got together yesterday to talk about and review the potential impact of developers on municipal elections and how to maybe change things moving forward. Joining us now to talk more about this is Breen Ouellette, who's a COPE candidate for Vancouver City Council. Breen, thanks for being here. Thank you. Can you tell me a bit more about this meeting? How did it come about? Well, it's come about because of a couple of uh, different uh, occurrences in the last month. Um, earlier this month, COPE, uh, Concord Pacific sent uh, a total of $3,000 in checks from three different people made out to my party, COPE, the Coalition of Progressive Electors. And, uh, but the checks came in an envelope addressed from Concord with postage paid by a commercial postage printer. So traceable back to the company that, that printed it. Um, and uh, we found this odd that we'd have three checks from three different people coming in a company envelope. So we reported it to Elections BC and we also let Dan Fimano know over at the Vancouver Sun and he investigated. And Concord told the Sun that it believes in and supports the civic election process and that it encourages its consultants, vendors, and friends to participate in the civic election process by donating to some or all parties of their choice. But part of that encouragement involves uh, those checks being sent to Concord first, and then they bundle them in envelopes and forward them on to the offices of the parties uh, that they're intended for. Um, exactly what Concord uh, tried to do with COPE, but we've uh, refused to accept that money. Now, I'm a lawyer. And in law, uh, one might call that undue influence. And uh, the reason is, is this. Just imagine that your boss or a high-paying client or a person you rely on told you that you should be more involved in the election and that they want you to make a donation to a party of your choice. But don't send it directly to the party. Send it to me and I'll review it along with other checks that people like you are sending to me. I'm going to review them all. And then I'll send them, I'll pass them along. You know, right. you'd be asking yourself a few questions. <laughs> right, because this has come up, right, for elections in particular in Vancouver, but it sounds like other municipalities are worried about this too. So have you talked to other candidates and other communities about this? Yeah, and that's what the press conference was yesterday. A number of candidates from across uh, BC uh, went to Metrotown and we held a press conference to, uh, to, to let people know that this really concerns us for a number of reasons. I mean... In the in the in the most innocent version of this, you've got undue influence where uh, people uh, feel pressure to to make a donation, and they'll be thinking, you know, should I be donating a lot? How am I going to be compared to to like my competition that are also making these donations? Who's the right party to to donate to? Which one which one's going to affect my contract positively versus negatively? So it's really that's that's and that is the the least. Uh, uh, contentious uh, potential. Right. The uh, on the other end of the scale, um, there could be money changing hands. This could be just blatant uh, skirting of the law. Uh, 
And the only way we'll find out is if uh, Elections BC conducts a forensic audit uh, of the uh, accounts of the individuals and companies involved to determine if something truly nefarious is happening. Right, because the law says that, I mean, we, everybody thinks that we got rid of all this, right, back in 2017, that we got rid of corporate and union donations to uh, any kind of election. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2017 was supposed to be the last big money election. Uh, but, um, you know, like like many uh, laws, uh, there are going to be some people who try to evade them. And, you know, in the case of property developers, uh, they're, they're encouraged to donate huge money to city campaigns because uh, cities have the power to dramatically increase land values with the stroke of a pen. Uh, rezoning generates land value increases. And if a, don- if a developer is the largest donor of a political party or candidate, then that developer is likely to have significant influence over those people if they're elected. Right. So then, Breen, though, how many candidates or parties do, though, what you did and said that money back? Because, you know, as we've seen in the other big stories throughout this election have been people actually courting that money. Yeah. Uh, well, so um, Colleen Hardwick was uh, at the press conference yesterday. Uh, I did not see anybody else from Vancouver. Um, and uh, we know from the Sun's reporting earlier this month that um, two of the three individuals whose checks were sent to COPE have also previously contributed to uh, Ken Sims' ABC party. But uh, when asked for comment, instead of denouncing the big money in elections, uh, an ABC spokesperson simply said that the donations were legal and fully compliant. So um, there definitely are parties that are speaking out, but there are parties who are making excuses. And then there are parties that just aren't saying anything at all, which right. uh, makes me wonder what it's going to look like when their donor lists are released. So then, Breen, what is the way around this? How do we put in place a law? Because I think there's an appetite for that. How do we put in place a law that also deals with situations like this? Well, you know, there are two two options and they're kind of extremes. But, you know, if you really want to stop this, the first option would be to update the law so that anyone who contributes to a political party may be subjected to a highly invasive audit that uh, potentially, if it starts to find the wrong thing, it could be extended to their business associates, family and friends. Uh, you know, not unsimilar to uh, to a Canada Revenue Agency audit, but this would be an extremely expensive option. It would be very invasive. I don't think a lot of people would have an appetite for that. The second option is to eliminate all private contributions to political parties and candidates and just create a public system of, of uh, election campaign funding for each of the parties. It would be far simpler. It would be less expensive to administrate than a complicated audit system or even the current system of private donations. And it would level the playing field so that all parties were competing on policy instead of dollars. Right. And other, other jurisdictions have done it, so we could do it too. How would you determine, though, who gets how much funding? Well, you'd, I mean, it, what I'm saying is that an established party should get um, a specific amount of money that I think people would have to talk about and, and the province would have to talk about to determine what made sense. And uh, new parties, uh, you know, they'd have to prove themselves. Uh, you know, the easiest way would be that when they submit their nomination papers, they have to pass a threshold of nominators. It might be 5,000 people have to nominate them the first time out of the gate so that they can uh, receive the, the financing. Right. Interesting ideas. Breen, thank you so much for joining us.
Thank you. Have a great day. You too. That's Brina Lett, who's a COPE candidate for Vancouver City Council, but was one of a, a group of municipal you know, council candidates from across Metro Vancouver who yesterday had a press conference to talk about their concern when it comes to the way donations are being made by people in the development community to different candidates and parties and campaigns across Metro Vancouver. Now, the way out of that, the kind of the circumstances there that Breen described, and I'm not sure there's an appetite for more taxpayer dollars going to be donated towards candidates and elections. What about you? Would that be better for you, do you think? If we said no donations of any kind from private individuals to parties, we'll just taxpayer fund with certain parameters in place. Is that the way to finally get this money out of elections?